Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Friday morning. It's Friday, which can only mean one thing. It is the uh, storied John and Dave show. My name is Dave. John Acuff, not available today. Here comes Heidi Powell. Ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Can you see me? Are you a model? What is happening? <laughs> can, can you see me? Are we good? Yeah, Are we're good. Clear? No, we're good. I mean, like, I look like a mile and a half of bad road here. You look like you're going to, like, perform in a pageant of some kind. What's happening? <laughs> car makeup. This is the result of car makeup. Car makeup. Yeah. How you uh, handsome. No, that's not true. I look like I just ran in 93 degree Phoenix heat. So, you know, that happened. <laughs> yeah, it did happen. I, I got, I went up, I, I got up and had uh, four miles of running at 7am. And it was 92 degrees when I left your house. And I appreciate that uh, everyone always says that the Arizona heat is dry. I'm going to tell you, the Arizona heat is just hot. It's just it's, a hot, <laughs> it's hot. It's dry, but, but dry doesn't matter when it's as hot as it, as it is here. It's over 100, hot. and it's uh, 8.30 a.m. I don't understand what's happening. I looked at the high today. It's supposed to be 109 degrees in this stinking town. What is Get going ready. on? Get ready. Are you, uh, are you sure you want to be with a woman who lives in Arizona? I have no choice. The heart does what the heart wants. What am I going to do? <laughs> Uh, what are so, we going to talk about? Well, first we're going to talk about why are you all dressed up? I mean, what the heck is going on? Photo shoot today? Well, I mean, it's it's like party on top, pajamas on the bottom. I got shorts. These are shorts. Feels right. Shorts on. Yeah, uh, I do. I have a photo shoot. We have a big video shoot for Transform. Um, one of my good friends. You haven't met her yet. You're going to meet her today. Jen Wiederstrom is coming into town. Hello, oh, Jen. I hope I didn't just spoil a surprise. She surprise. may or may not be joining Transform. Uh, super <laughs> surprise. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I, uh, on my run, I threw out to the humans inside of this community if they had any questions that uh, they ought to ask them. The uh, point of the John and Dave show, I know you're not John, is to just leave people with something that might uh, make them laugh a little bit into the weekend. So we've got questions. This is one of the first questions that was asked by someone named Rachel Pascal. And I'm telling you, this is a hard question. Oh Are you ready? I, I was born ready, I think, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, someone asked, where's John? John uh, has a job also. It's Is a weird job. Like, asked? No, 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 no. Someone just oh. said, where's John? Okay. Uh, but John uh, has a job. He has a weird job like our jobs where like he can find himself doing all kinds of things on any kind of day. Today, he is in South Dakota speaking to a group of farmers after having done some skeet shooting with them last night. And he said, sorry, I'm going to be hanging out with farmers today. I cannot do anything. I also think he might be doing a little side work for the uh, South Dakota Tourism Board because who knew that South Dakota was gorgeous? It is. Yeah. Rachel Pascal asks this very serious question. Hey, I'm ready. W would you rather fight 100 
duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? 100 duck-sized horses by far and away. What? A horse-sized duck? Dave. I'm just saying, if, I mean, like, if it was 20, it'd be fine. A hundred? One hundred, one hundred duck-sized horses. What are they going to do? Bite my ankles? It's like Jeffrey. I would take a hundred Jeffrey. It's like chihuahuas. It's like just I, a bunch of tiny. So I was on this Instagram page with my kids a couple nights ago. Remember when I sent you through like 7,000 things? Oh, and I there did. was there was this massive five foot bird. It was like the most ancient looking bird. It was the caption. And it was scary. It was five feet tall. It had a massive beak. I would not want to fight that thing. But 100 little Jeffreys, you can just kind of kick them off if they're hurting you. I, mean, I would never kick Jeffrey. But Are I'm you thinking like, of the movie Up? Are you thinking of that, that, that bird that talked in Up? What are you talking about? I am going to show you this Instagram. Go to the Instagram page of the one that all the, like Planet Daily. There is a bird that was five feet tall. It looks like it's, the beak is huge, probably from Up. Probably. I haven't seen the movie. All right. Speaking of Up, next question is from a human named Rachel Peace. Peace. A lot of Rachels today. With an, with an S. Uh, what movie character would you want to play and why? Like, what movie character that has historically existed would you want to play and why? Oh, man. It's a tough question. Well, I mean, I'm a really bad actress, so I don't think anybody would ever want me to play them is the thing. Um, what would you pick? You go first. I mean, I would pick, like, a role from an iconic movie that I love. Like, mm -hmm. I love Godfather. So, like, to play one of the gangsters in Godfather or I yeah. love, like, Shawshank. Like, to play... I'm not saying I want to crawl through the tunnel, but like to play a, a character that has to interact with Red, who's going to try and get me a poster. You know, like I, I'd want to play a character in a movie that I already love so that when it shows up on TBS and I have to sit now and watch the rest of the movie, I might catch myself in a sequence. Okay, then I would probably pick, that's a good one. That's a good one. I would probably pick Wonder Woman because who doesn't want to be a real life Wonder Woman? Fair. Myself included. <laughs> um, all right. Bridget asks. We got a question from Bridget Davis. Hello, Bridget. Good morning. Um, she said, how do you and Heidi decide on what we are going to eat when we have meals together? Which, by the way, hold on. I, that very first question when you, when you had said, would you rather fight? I thought... Rachel was asking a question about us fighting. I'm like, oh, man, where is this going to go? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather fight each other or <laughs> pass? Okay, Be. wait. Say the question again. Bridget's question. Did you ever see that there was this, like, video that, like, made this, the rounds at the very beginning of the pandemic where a man is being asked a question yes! where it's like, would you rather be forced to spend the entire quarantine with your wife and child or and he's like, B, B. Yes. Like, <laughs> Would you B. rather A, spend the entire quarantine with your wife and child or B, 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 B. 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 <laughs> uh, all right, question for Bridget Davis was, how do we decide 
what we're going to eat when we are eating meals together. I mean, I have an answer for this, but go ahead and give your uh, answer. Well, I think it depends. So like now that Dave is doing, now that you're doing your um, macros and you're on a plan that requires you to eat a lot more protein, the way that I like to do it is I'm like, okay, Dave, what food do you really want to eat right now? And then we're going to fill your macros around it. Um, because when you are counting macros, obviously, as you're learning, you can eat any of the foods that you love. And then you can just kind of fill the gaps with, okay, man, now I have to eat a boring protein shake, or I need to drink a glass full of Carvalin, which is straight carb powder. Um, but as far as like what we eat, and a lot of it, sadly, recently has been dictated by um, like what my dietary, dietary restrictions are lately, um, which is not as much fun. I did have nachos at the game last night. Two kinds of nachos. Congratulations. Three kinds of nachos, technically, remember? Because <laughs> the lady accidentally gave us a third one, charged us yeah. for it, but gave us, and we were we felt too bad to be like. We were oh, too we nice to say this? we didn't. We don't want this. We don't want this third nacho. We could not bear <laughs> to tell our friend Sheila that she accidentally gave us a third nacho, so we just we no. took it. Well, my answer was going to be: I actually think that there has been because of just like the consideration of your health lately. It's yeah. a little bit more of like what what do you think that you can yeah. eat and then I will find something that can fit inside of it. There's also like you're gluten free. So it's just like, all right, like, what is it that you can eat? Like, even when we were walking around the stadium last night, like, oh, should we have a pita? No, we shouldn't have I a pita. I know. And I was too, I, again, I was like, yeah, yeah, let's have a pita. Because I didn't want to like remind you that there was gluten in pita. And I was just going to eat the chicken out. I eat anything. Honestly, I eat anything. And part of what's great about the idea of doing macro counting that I never appreciated is I can, in some respects, eat anything until I get to the point yeah. of trying to balance everything at the end. Uh, so yeah, I think even with gluten-free, like there are so many good gluten-free foods that I've been able to find. Like, remember those cookies I had you? I bought they're so good. So you have to be careful. Like just because also you're on a gluten-free diet does not mean it's healthy. It just means there's no gluten, you know? All right. Next question. <laughs> Gracefully Brooklyn asks, uh, or Gracefully Broken asks, if you could go back in time, talk to your younger self, at what age would you speak to yourself and what would you say? Um, I would go back to... 18, 19 year old Heidi that was super lost and super broken. And we're all super broken in some way, shape or form. Um, but I had no sense of who I was. I had no confidence in what I was, what I deserved, what I was capable of. Um, I had no ability to say no to a single person. And I found myself starting a trend of really uh, bad yes man type of things, saying yes to everybody because I felt like my value existed inside of um, their praise of what I did. And it, I mean, and granted, I don't know that I would change a thing. So part of me is like, I don't know if I would tell her anything because if I went back in time and I told her something, then she wouldn't be who I am today. Yeah. And I'm so yeah. proud of who I am today, you know? Yeah. I, I think I'd go back to same kind of time frame, 18, 19, like my first couple years in college, for sure. Uh, like the lead emotion in my life was fear. And so I had like, I second guessed so much of, even though I'd done really well in high school, achieving for my worth was very yeah. much a part of my story. And so 
because I got good grades, that felt like it was uh, an affirmation of my being worthy or good. But then the pressure in college was that I need to keep achieving so that I can maintain this belief that I'm worthy and good and yeah. I'm deserving of love and whatever else. And uh, I think I would go back to that 18, 19 year old version of Dave and just say, number one, so many of the things that you were afraid of are not real or if they end up happening are actually going to help you become the person that you've always dreamed of becoming. So yeah. like embrace that fear. Um, and, and also the idea that uh, so many of the things that I thought that I wanted at 18, 19, in terms of what would make me happy when I got them, I in many ways was able to over the next 20 years of my life, get them and it didn't actually afford me the happiness or the fulfillment that I was hoping for. And so yeah. maybe just some kind of cautionary one, like, hey, the things that you think you want or the things that you think are going to make you happy, these are not the things that are going to actually make you happy. You need to focus on impact or fulfillment or passion and, and the way that you unlock purpose, that kind of stuff. But yeah, oh, I love the that. good old days. I mean such a good example too of you need to be happy now is really what it is it's not even like you need to focus on anything except if you want happiness you have to find it now and I think that yeah. that probably would have been something I'd tell myself too but then my question to that is if you could actually go back and tell that guy that would you do it no Part if I could go back and yeah no if I could go back and tell that guy something I'd be like it's called bitcoin Make sure you actually buy it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you invest in Netflix when it comes around ten years from now. Like, I, no, I don't. I don't. I, the thing is, I feel so grateful for every circumstance, everything that ended up like creating the life that I have, that we have, that you know, everything that's happening in my life as of today. And as much as I wouldn't have wanted to walk into some of the things that ended up creating transformation through the pain that I had to experience, I, I wouldn't want to not necessarily go through it because it's part of what got me here. So uh, I no, I probably, I probably wouldn't say anything. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I actually think part of why it's good to reflect that way is because we can now, like I, I figure I can tell my kids that same thing. So whatever I would tell myself at 18 or 19 to have saved me from a lot of the pain or whatever I would have told myself in the middle of my divorce or whatever to save me from some of the pain. I figured these are experiences and bits of wisdom that are meant for me to give to my kids so that, or other people so they can, you know, change the course of their life in a direction that they wouldn't be able to otherwise. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, all right, hard-hitting question from Handmade Creations. Well, it's it's cut off, but someone whose handle starts with Handmade Creations is cereal soup. Is cereal soup? Is cereal soup? Soup is in a can that says Campbell's on it. Cereal is not. A, well, I mean, gosh, if you think about it, is cereal is it? soup? 
No, the, the official answer is no. It is not soup. Sorry, thank you. Appreciate it. Because wait, wouldn't soup technically soup is hot? Soup is hot, right? And soup is also soup. Soup is soup can be cold though. Like I've had I've had cold soup before. I had green cold soup. I don't remember what it was called. I think it's called carpaccio or something like that. But I, I okay. So what if you have a soup that has cereal in it? Well, that sounds weird. <laughs> but would that be a cereal soup? I Someone asked, can... <laughs> is, is chili cereal? Uh-oh, here we go. It's going full circle now. <laughs> Unbelievable. Is a, hot, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> this, honestly, my brain could we can't, we can't. We can't get into all of this. It's too much. It's, it's too hot, much. A hot dog is a sandwich. It is. Because two uh, sandwich between... Like one thing sandwiched between two buns is a sandwich. This is real. Yeah. This is real. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kim Hollinshead is asking, when you were growing up, what profession did you want to have as an adult? I know this. When oh. I was younger, I actually thought I wanted to be the, <laughs> I thought I wanted to be the sports doctor for the Suns. Not kidding you. We were just at a Suns game last night. My whole childhood, I wanted to be a sports medicine doctor, an orthopedic surgeon, practice sports medicine. I had human anatomy books, and I thought I was going to be on the sidelines at the Suns games practicing for them. It's not too late, Heidi. <laughs> it is not. I mean, there's some schooling that might be required to be an actual doctor unless they're taking people who pretend like they're doctors. But it's not too late. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but I play more on TV sometimes. When I was very, very young, I wanted to be a truck driver. I mean, like who as a young boy didn't think about being a truck driver, fireman, like that kind of thing. But uh, when I was like 18, 17, 18, 19, I really wanted to be a news broadcaster. Like that was my, like, that was my thing. I thought I was gonna be Dan Rather, Tom Brokaw, Peter Jennings, like those are my people. And that was what, and I, I did a stint on a public access uh, network thing for like the Pepperdine News where I was a, an anchor. Hello, oversized suit, shoulder pads. You're so. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm You're gonna You're so good. Go, well, I'm not saying I'm gonna go to the local affiliate necessarily, but I, man, I just like, I, I'm, I'm super into it. What's interesting is I talk about it a little bit in the next book, the, I actually think if you are struggling a little bit to feel like you are connected to the passion inside of your life currently, if you could go back and answer this question of what you wanted to be before you became who you currently are, there's probably something in pulling on some threads or playing inside of the pools of curiosity around that thing that you used to want to be that might unlock something for you in, oh, if I were to follow this path, there might be something here. I don't know. Well, I think what's cool is both of us actually uh, do a thing inside of or around the space that we wanted to do when we were younger. Like I, I am in health and fitness. I'm in nutrition, all the things that would have been a part of, I mean, I don't do surgery. Sometimes with my kids, I do surgery on their toenails and stuff. But, and, and for you, you are in a way you present, you are a broadcaster. I mean, I yeah. know you at Sawyer's Games. You are really good at Sawyer's Games. <laughs> it's a long audition, Heidi. Someday, somewhere, <laughs> some team is gonna need somebody to do play-by-play. -play, and I am hoping that my field for broadcasting practice will be the thing that gets me that call up. I think uh, it will. 
Nancy H five two one two is asking, "What are your favorite movie snacks? Do you have popcorn? If you do, butter or no butter? What are your favorite movie snacks?" See, this is like the one area you and I clash on. It's I yeah. do no butter, you do butter, and I can't. I can't. I just can't. The do thing butter. is, I do butter, knowing that I will also completely have a stomach ache for the rest of the day. <laughs> I just I can't help it. I'm like. Bring the stomach ache on. I'm going to be in the bathroom four times. I'm going to need some butter on that popcorn. <laughs> because the stomach is a part of our relationship. Your stomach. <laughs> My is stomach a is a part of our relationship, period. It's, 100%. it's a third. It's a third party. <laughs> um, uh, okay, and then candy snacks. wise, you have, you have something that I just, I don't have, which are. You don't. Yeah. But you were eating them the other day. Remember that? Yeah, sometimes I get, I, sometimes I get hungry. Hot tamales <laughs> is your thing. I do hot tamales with my popcorn. So if you eat like half of a hot tamale and a couple pieces of popcorn or one whole hot tamale with a handful, but that's a lot for my mouth. I do have a big mouth, but yeah, I try not to fill it full. <laughs> it is the world's best thing. Hot tamales and popcorn all day, every day. I also love a Diet Coke at the theater. Have, have a Diet Coke. Yeah. You, you deserve you deserve one. Uh, I have my buttered popcorn with junior mints and that as a combination, yes, will create a massive stomach ache, a little IBS, but it's worth it. And <laughs> I will do it every single time. I, I love it. Um, all right. What's something weird that you find attractive? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, do I have a foot fetish? Is that what you're asking? I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to lead the witness. I want you to keep it nice and clean because it's still 9 a.m. in Arizona. What is something weird that you find attractive? What is something I mean, weird? Me. I... I mean, clear, clearly. <laughs> you and I are both weird. And we find each other attractive. So That's fair. Maybe... <laughs> Is there anything else? Do you have anything else that you find attractive that's weird? But I am really weird. I, I mean, like, there is something bizarre for me about, like, if I'm giving a, a like, back massage. Yeah. I, I am, it, it, like, I find myself attracted more to you if I'm giving a little, a little uh, back massage. We have to be careful anytime there's any kind of, like, request. For, you know, all oh, my shoulders are a little sore. I'm like, oh, are they? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> we'll just we'll just leave, leave that right there. I feel like this is a slippery slope. Like we yeah. can quickly go into a conversation that would be inappropriate for the John and Dave show. We're yeah, stop. Uh, all right, you're a, uh, a fitness human uh, who has some expertise. Uh, Serzo1220 is asking, how many strength training days do you recommend for a woman to increase muscle? How many strength training days for a woman if you're looking to increase muscle? So if yeah. it, a lot of it depends on where you're starting at. So if you are starting at ground zero, I would start by adding three days a week and have the strength training just be your body weight. Your body is actually the best machine, the best bit of strength. You, like the, it's, it's, it's weights. It's a built-in machine. Um, but for someone starting out three days a week, if you want to try the gym, three days a week is great. And then slowly build up where over time I got to where I was doing five, sometimes six days a week, but three days is great. If you already have a regimen, get in the gym, you do a lower body day, do an upper body day and do a total body day, three days. Love it. Uh, our buddy Wade King asking, is it pecan or pecan? 
<laughs> it's pecan. Of course it is. <laughs> Who says pecan? I, I actually know. saw uh, somebody famous. I don't remember who. Uh, uh, like Ch Chelsea Handler. Somebody had put up a picture of uh, toilet paper going over or toilet yep. paper coming under asking like, is it over or under? I'm like, is this even a question in 2021? I don't understand how we're even having this debate. Who Who He's is over. putting, it's over, but who's putting, like if you put your uh, toilet paper going under, is, do we need to talk about what happened when you were younger? I, like, I don't understand. Yeah, I, I feel like we need a whole uh, a Zoom, like we need a training session for people. If you put it under, that's a big I deal. I, yeah, I, I remember. I don't know. <laughs> you came to my house one time and the toilet paper was under. I didn't do it. One of my kids did. And you, I walked out of the bathroom and said, someone put the toilet paper under. And you're like, I was going to say something about that. It wasn't me. Wasn't I'm me. Just, I just, I, it was almost a deal breaker, but luckily we made it through <laughs> that, uh, that trying, trying time. I know. Uh, all right. Be free seven asking mountain cabin or beach house. I feel like we an answered this uh, one time when you guest hosted before. Well, maybe I'm changing my mind. I'd say beach house. Did I say beach house last time? Oh yeah. You said beach house okay, last good. time. It, yeah, it's gotta be beach house. The thing is like the, the weather is more predictable at the beach house. You know, sometimes yeah. in the mountain cabin, it's going to be warm sometimes. Not so much. Uh, I, I'm always going to be a tropic, you know, beach. I, good. We're still in line. I mean, I'm a woman and I changed my mind a lot. So it's good to know we still agree. <laughs> uh, Annie2C55. Dave, what made you decide on Idaho for the triathlon? Utah has some good ones too. Full transparency. I'm just going to own it right here. This triathlon has the swimming portion taking place in a river. As in, there's a current... I am heading down the old current and I don't want to drown. And so as a first triathlon, the idea of having my swing portion, which I am terrified of happen while I am actually being propelled naturally towards the uh, end of that portion of the race felt like the right thing to do. So uh, I'm going to the spud man. And also it just, it turned out that the person who has been coaching me in how to get ready for this was already doing it. And I wanted to go hang out and have some fun with my friends. Uh, let's see. Well, we're, we're like kind of running low on time because you have a photo shoot that you have to walk into. So I want to be conscientious of your time. Um, the, the, the someone at, made mention of their appreciation for Ford Hollis and the way that he has, uh, hold on. What do they say? Your son, uh, shoot. Now I lost it. Uh, but anyway, He's someone just said, amazing. Some, he, he is amazing. He is amazing. He is Wait, amazing when are you going to put his Ford for thought out? Well, that's why I'm bringing it up. So if uh, oh. you saw my stories a couple days ago, I finally got the episode that he and Heidi recorded for Father's Day. It's done. I'm going to put it up today. So if you're looking for uh, 16 minutes of magic, I mean, it is truly magic. They decided to have a conversation about fathers. Ford then insisted that I leave the room because he wanted to talk about me. And then I've watched this entire video. There is very little conversation about fathers whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I tried to like steer it back. I'm like, okay, wait, wait. Oh. What about your dad? What about no? I mean, honestly, like you have one of your superpowers. It's so beautiful. You just have this way of allowing people to speak freely about whatever it is that is on their mind. And Ford, who has a lot on his mind, Ford for thought is the whole idea. Uh, like his willingness to just talk a little bit about processing divorce and how he's spoken mm -hmm. to Cash, your son, about it and everything else. It's like a part of the episode. It's just, it's so 
so sweet. So anyway, I'm gonna cute. I'm gonna put it up on YouTube today. I'll throw a swipe up link into the into my stories, but I'm looking forward to that. All right. Uh, <laughs> Heidi, thanks for taking some time out of your busy morning before your photo shoot to stand in for John Acuff. I mean, I'm I'm nervous for John because as was the case with Ryan Seacrest standing in for by heart. Philbin. Or by by Right? We just had a show for a long time, then all of a sudden Seacrest starts showing up, and next thing you know, Regis is gone. I I'm, mean, I'm not, farmers, I'm not saying. Either, yeah, you either speak for farmers or you get on the show. I'm here. I'm here. You put the team on your back today, and I appreciate that. <laughs> all right. Everybody out there, have yourself a fantastic weekend. We Bye, will see guys. you uh, next weekend with next Friday with John Acuff. Uh, look for Ford for Thought. Maybe. Today, Neil, Maybe uh, John. Maybe, Maybe John. All right. Have a great rest <laughs> of your uh, Friday and have a great weekend.